everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Bradley Ellis. Hello. Michael Damiani. How's it going? And Brandon Jones. Hello, friends. Whoa, friends we are. Friends. 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 For now. For now. I mean, we we compete this whole entire podcast. You always have us competing in everything we do. I'm looking at the rundown. This is not going to be a friendly podcast. Uh Well, we need to reset the Werehog count for people only watching the podcast. Sure. Uh, the Werehogs now all belong to Damiani. It's <laughs> estimated he has over 15,000. Wow. Yeah. That's a good amount. Yeah, I it's like not that. bad. Like wow. Uh, none of the rest of us have any Werehogs. Took my Werehogs, man. Uh, right. Mario Kart 64 Battle Mode was a tournament. Well done. Your funeral. My People funeral. fought admirably. Uh, Google it if you want to watch that. Miserable for me. I'm thinking of a number <laughs> 1 through 14. Sure. What do you all think it is? 4. 1. 8. The number is... Four. Oh wow, wow, Brad! Magic. Bradley, as you have won the prove it ticket. Ooh, I like Dang. the prove it ticket. So you know how the prove it ticket oh, works, correct? I've, I've been waiting to use this. Okay, <laughs> you may use that prove it ticket at any point, at any person, if you think they're saying something that is baloney. That's okay. in the room. That is in the room. Yeah, yeah I can't. Like I can't save this baby yeah. forever. Right. Uh, let's begin. Corrections music, please. The PlayStation event happens in 2016, not 2017. The ah, nice. Final Fantasy 15 release date is not September 15th. <laughs> what Who thought is? it was that? I thought it was 15th. <laughs> Come on, that. man. Yeah, well, we'll talk about That's it later. Okay. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, it's it irrelevant matter. now. Yeah. Okay. Jones, you definitely do I not... I don't. It's gone. What's I don't that? own StarWarsTheMusical.com anymore. You do not own StarWarsTheMusical.com. That's so you gotta, cool. You gotta hang on to those babies. It's a lot of money. So just hold on a website you're not using for a long time. How much and, is uh, it? How much is it? Through the cracks. I thought I thought it was like twenty five dollars a year. Yeah, but still, you know, for something you're not using at all, Star Wars Musical. It's just redirecting. You know, it's like oh boy. Sometimes but, you forget uh, to resub too. You have automatic yeah. renewal. On. Yep. Yeah, felt bad. I t- the f- thank you, the first person on Twitter was like, uh... Jones, you <laughs> definitely don't own this. Yeah. So yeah, spoke too soon. Todd Howard was in attendance at the Bethesda press conference. He was just not on stage. Yeah. Oh, he was just, he was just hanging back. Just hanging back. Just chilling. Just watching a video of himself talking. That's great. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> That's the life. Uh, <laughs> Traveler's Tales developed Sonic 3D Blast, among others. But ah, okay. Okay. Just want to get that in there. And yeah. corrections, music, please. Smoke Kyle. Why? Because you won that keep that that ticket that no blood won that one. Oh, he won that do you remember he was reading them off he's just like oh, these yeah, are the blood. other developers oh yeah that's, that's okay yeah yeah You're being smug on blood's behalf nice. yeah yeah smug on blood's Channeling behalf blood uh so you know my favorite way to start a podcast game announcement yeah new game i got something here i don't know if this counts where's this accent coming from yeah I know. what was it you're, you're kind of confusing me you know what I like to start this podcast See, with? Yeah. Podcast. Uh, where are we it going was with not style? intentional. You oh, sound like yeah. the guy oh, from oh, Thunder Road Mountain. That, yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Get it up, everybody. Scrap it. The wildest yeah. ride in the west. So, gentlemen, yeah. gentlemen, gentlemen, what I have here is the announcement of this year's Call of Duty Zombies mode. Right. And I don't know if that counts no, or not. It is not. Okay. That's not really. It doesn't. Game Should I just sense. save it for later? Should we not even we talk, can about talk about this? it? Jones, I'm just, so excited about you just, this. You got the wrong two people on the couch. Sure. You just can't be excited about it as a new game announcement. So let me talk to you about this. Game. Uh, yeah. It's got an Pitches. 80s 80s aesthetic. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. We're in a zombie theme park. I right. like that. We That's got cool. zombies breakdancing. They've gone full silly here. We got 80s lasers. Okay. This is getting dangerously close to Borderlands. No, 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 no. Don't you do that because we have some vocal talent here. Some comedic voice actors. Who? Paul Rubens. 
Wow. Seth Green. SNL's Jay Farrow. Not anymore. Ike <laughs> Barinholtz. Sashir Zameda. And David Hasselhoff. Oh, David come on. Hasselhoff. Yeah. Seth Rogen on there? Like, <laughs> like the whole time Seth shooting Green. zombies? Seth Green. Oh, Seth Green. Green. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, been yeah. in like a million Seth. games already. Yeah, he's been, well, in, in more than one. David Hasselhoff? <laughs> Jeez, Seth Green and everything. He's been in three Mass Effect games at least. Yep. Uh, oh boy, do I like to make Joker unhappy. Let's, we'll talk about that later. It's my favorite thing to do. Is make oh yeah, his relationship. Unhappy. You yeah, told yeah, me about that. That's like so funny. That um, so here's what the thing is. This I why I think this might be a big deal is it's so strange to me they put so much budget and effort into this free mode of Call of Duty that I feel is ancillary. I feel the game could be successful without it. And I wanted to ask the panel, why do you think this is? Why do you think Call of Duty? Why do you think Activision of all publishers? Puts this insane free mode into a game that might not even need it. People love that mode. Yeah, it's, that mode's a really good success story. That, that mode is something I think that Activision's really proud of. I've talked um, to so many people who just play that mode. Like, really? Forever. Like, I've, yeah, people I've just known throughout the years just like love zombies mode or whatever. They only play zombies. Like, they play the most, though. Like, out of everything, uh, they play zombies. It's just something else to do as well. Like, there's it, more activities to do in the game. If you don't want to play the main game, you don't want to play regular multiplayer, you don't want to play the story mode. This is another mode to go into. Mm-hmm. It's just like more content to play. Sure. But it's just it's so unique to the rest of the game. To the rest of the game's vibes. Yeah. yeah. That's just something different. Then Black yeah. Ops 3? Black Ops 3 was like really different too, wasn't it? The zombie mode? That was, uh, or was that Advanced Warfare? No, it was, it, Black Ops 3 had Goldblum. Yeah. Had that weird... Oh, oh yeah. That Goldblum. 50s yeah, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Same thing, just different. They're just getting more wacky. Jones, you've been holding back a thought. What's up over there? Well, they really want to like get people for life. They really want, you know, they're they're proud of having those consumers. They're like, I play COD, I play maybe one or two other games. Yeah, I'll maybe try Overwatch and that's it, but back to COD. And they're just waiting, you know, mm-hmm. like this is an event every time it happens. And it's like Damiani was saying, it's just like another thing to be excited. Sure. Another leaderboard to try to get on, another mode to, to play with friends. Another reason to maybe play this game for one more week instead of thinking to go out and getting another shooter so that I- you would hopefully not fall in love with and buy instead of us next year. I really like the voice cast. I think there are some genuinely funny people they hired for this. And what is interesting to me is I don't think that happens with any other video game. At least that was announced this year. Grand Theft Auto. No. Grand Theft Auto hired Not three... Not like co- comedians. But I mean, right. GTA 4 had like Ricky Gervais in it and Cat Williams. and you know, But then they 5, to... they said, no, we want to hire people who are unknown. They went back on that. Well, they played as themselves. So they didn't yeah, yeah. even play like characters yeah so it's almost like a movie almost like a, you're watching a movie where it's like we are really proud of our like we have seth rogan as a hot dog isn't That's this like great what, you know seth Rogen, maybe well quantic dream does, does that quantic dream had like ellen page on and stuff and mm. so does uh detroit yeah so where i see this as being different is it is like a, it's much more to me like a movie in that it's a comedic cast Okay, that the is, vibe I is going to be like a comedic. I think that's highly regular. I don't think anything like this has been assembled for a video game before. I mean, do you think it's I, I getting it? Yeah. Though, do I think it'll work? Do, you think, game, do I think it'll be funny? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, very, you always hear about some of these companies going out and hiring good voice talent, especially comedy voice talent, and yeah. being like, hey, this is going to be funny because they have like a history of you know doing comedy and stuff, and then it just doesn't always work. I mean... The one I always liked the most was South Park, like because it was like within its own show, and it had like, you know, it was already a show, became a game. So the like, writing was there for South yeah, Park too. So, yeah, so like that's you, you, you hit the nail on the head. It has the writing has to be pretty solid for comedy. Sure. So if those guys like who who are they hiring to write the jokes and the dialogue and stuff? That's you need kinda, to see that too. You need yeah, proof that like it's that, funny. That makes or breaks it, I think. I hear you. And like, are they gonna be telling the same jokes over and over oh. and over and over and over again? Mm, 
That might happen, Brad. Because you know you play that mode, you keep playing that mode <laughs> yeah. again, and it's just like, okay, yep. he's gonna say this dumb joke right here, and it's like yeah. great. So uh, Ike Barinholtz, I think, is hilarious, extremely funny. The line he has in the trailer is, um, "Who invited the clown?" And, you know, it's a flat joke. It's just like poof. Mm-hmm. Brad, you're gonna hear that 80 times. I know. Oh, Who invited the clown? I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I hear well, what I you're saying I there. I probably won't play it. Jones, why don't you think more games are, um, I guess, advertised with their voice cast? Why don't people seek out, you know, these celebs, funny celebs, and, and advertise their game that way? Why well, does like Borderlands have a cast of comedians? Funny celeb. Well, this is this is <laughs> caught. I mean, this is and, and specifically zombies, like bringing characters to it. So, so I think it's less like, oh, we need to bring lots of famous comedians to, to this. It's like, well, we're gonna be we're gonna do it funny this year. Yeah, yeah. Some of them have been tongue in cheek. Like Goldblum is supposed to. They didn't cast Goldblum, you know. Yeah. Because they really want to like drive that character home. Like they cast him because they. And I spoke to the guys, the director. They're like, we had a blast, like going to Goldblum through stuff. Yeah. So I think they just really want to have fun with this. Um, and. Uh, I don't. I mean, you're 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 asking me the wrong question if you're thinking I should that something should be advertised. We've been through this, Kyle. I'm asking you the question <laughs> I wanted to ask you, Jones. Should be advertised. I know what I'm doing with the voice <laughs> actors. I think, yeah, I I think the smart thing would, would for this mode would be to play up the rep, the repetition. Would have to have lines that are commenting on the fact that like we, we keep going through this again and again and we're kind That's of true. No, Jones, I hate that so much. Why would you say that? Because it's like the tenth zombies we've gotten, so it's like just do you know try different things. Oh, that's my least favorite thing in a game, where it's just like, oh boy, this challenge again. It's like then don't put that challenge in the mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Well, not this challenge again. Like I'm not enjoying myself. That's I think that's the difference. You don't like it when they are like you're not enjoying yourself, right? And you're like, no, I am because I'm playing the game. Mm-hmm. When you keep it positive. Okay. And it's just like, just like or 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 maybe even having like countering each other. Like one person says something negative, and then the other character is like, "Hey, shut up!" You know, like this is great. This is fun. I'm getting XP. Shut up. More, you know? baby. Yeah. Okay, I hear you. Um, <laughs> okay, that's all we have to talk about Call of Duty. We don't have to talk about it for more. But they, that. I like how they advertise it. I like how they show them off in trailers. I think one of my favorites was the Alcatraz, Ray Liotta, um, where they're all gangsters and stuff. And oh like, man, uh, like Joe Pantoliano and. Um, it was just, it was just great because it was just, I don't think they, think they had a lot of one liners in it, but just seeing like I have no recollection of that just trailer. Just seeing Ray Liotta with a Tommy gun, like yeah, like in a game trailer is great. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, a tri- fun trailer. To me, it's so weird that they put that much effort into that mode, but I think you defended it well. They wanted to make a complete game that you do play all year with that yeah. game, and so I get it. I get it, everybody. The big news, the big news this week, is not good news. Depending how you look at it. Depending on how you look at it? If it's what I think you're talking about. Here we go. Final Fantasy 15 has been delayed. It's, I'm like bummed, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, polish it a little more. So here's what's going on. It was to come out September 30th. It is now set to release on November 29th. Yep, about two months. Two months, exactly. Uh, Brad, that's good news to you, man? It's it's not like devastating news to me. Okay, I hear you there. That's what I'm saying. I hear you there. Like, okay. There's like a slight silver lining to it for me. Okay. What like, is that silver lining? It's just that they're polishing it up. Just a little more polish. Do you think the game that releases at November 29th will be, will perform well? Like, critically? No, or uh, like, performance-wise. Uh, game performance. Uh, two things. Sure. I think it will run better, and it depends if the rumored PS4 Neo is out at that time, and if it runs on that different. Hey, man. PS4 Neo is official now. Yeah, but I'm saying, Andy like... House has if, acknowledged it. If it's out then, though. Like, if they're like, hey, it's going to be better on this version or whatever. Sure, and it will be. Yeah, just how much better will it be? Yeah. I, uh, we talked a little bit about how we, to introduce the Neo. Final Fantasy 15 is a must for that presentation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
But you know what I never even thought about? Go on, Josh. And I wonder if this will happen. Well, we're dealing with No Man's Sky this week with the PC version, the PS4 version, which is like, PS4, from what I hear, you know, undoubtedly runs better than the PC version. PC version's having tons of problems. That first game that comes out that doesn't run well on the PS4, as opposed to Neo, that runs like, oh, no, it's fine on Neo, but like, yeah, a little weird on PS4. That's going to be bad. That's going to that's gonna bite Sony a little bit, I think. I'm just the, curious what that's, that's going to be. That's inevitable, I guess. Right out of the gate, if it's 15. It won't yeah. be out of the gate, but and it's, it's not really it's Sony's fault. It's, it's Square, you know? Like, they're yeah. the ones making the game. Mm-hmm. But it's well, just like all they're... that promise, if we're even only like four or five months into its life cycle, then all of a sudden, up oh, here we go. Here's the first game that just clearly was made for this console and not for the PS4. So we talk about delays all the time. This was... This game had a release date announcement special. I was there. No, Brad, I, you were I there. I was physically there. Yeah. Uh, what was that, March? Yeah, March was in 30th, March. I think, or something like that. Uh, I have the date, actually. March 30th, Brad, yeah. on the money. He remembers a party. So, Brad... My niece was born that day, so I remembered. Wow. Hey, oh, yeah. What a sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. So, Brad... You were there, there at that event. They seemed yeah. so certain. They even joked that there's no way it would be November. Yeah. By the way, never do that. Never, Kojima did that ever, once too. Yeah. Ever do that. Don't do that. Never say you own StarWarsTheMusical.com. Bad idea. <laughs> uh, Brad, was is that all? Does that all feel like nonsense now that they even had that event so close? Man, and then, this is okay. Being a longtime Square Enix fan, I'm sure Damiani can totally agree with me on this. Like, just expect the worst with that company at all times. Okay. Expect things to happen. For people like me who have been waiting 10 years for what was th- versus uh, 13, it's now 15, been waiting like 10 years for Kingdom Hearts 3, Square Enix is always going to fumble something, no matter what. That's just the way it goes. But I'm kind of with you, man, in that I assumed the fumble would be they launch a game that doesn't run well. And I so think they would I hold it. Think I think I... they would hold it instead of launching it. Yeah. They are aware of the expectations people have with this game. Yeah. Like, I think it's wise to keep your expectations in check, definitely, with this game. Don't run wild, but they're aware that some people are really, really excited about this game. And it's cool. Uh, the way that Tabata said, talked about this, is, hey, we, the game's done. We're just, at this point, just polishing it. Good. Just doing QA on this. It wasn't like, um, <laughs> the one I always make fun of is the one that came to my mind, the Star Fox delay. Where it was, hey, we need to fix some of these cutscenes, and we need to add smart bombs to the game and work on the controls yeah, some more. They're you just know, being honest. That's scary. Uh, this one is just like, hey, it's all refinement from here, baby. Damian, are you buying it? Mm, I don't totally buy that ex- explanation. I think okay. what they, I think Tabata's video message was just like calculated. I, I think they knew this was coming for a while. I, I don't believe for a second that this was a last minute delay thing. We're like, oh, we're good. Maybe we should delay it. I think they wanted to announce this during Gamescom, and it getting leaked kind of spoiled their their whole thing. Yeah. Know? Why do you want to announce it during Gamescom? Game as if it's they good did that, news. They did the whole hour video. Like the the messaging was like, hey, like it, it takes a while to come up with that message. Like that's a that's some high class bullshit. Right you got to massage it for sure. It's high class yeah. bullshit. Like yo, guys, like. Game's done. It's sitting right over there. Right on that computer. It's, <laughs> I got it, it in my pocket right it's now. It's done. Yeah. I'm touching it. But we have this massive day one patch that we plan to put out, which is like, that, that shit needs to stop, by the way. that I hate that crap. No, no, no. Don't do by the way. What do you mean you hate that? What? Day, day one, one patches? patches stuff? No. Delay your damn game and put it out with the crap. Like, doing a massive day one patch? I mean, it's better than... I guess it's better than nothing, but, like, just that everything now is, like, the excuse is... Oh, if you played it ahead of release somehow, it it's not 
perfect because we haven't put the day one patch out. It's like, oh, it's like what happened in No Man's Sky was like just a disaster. Like not not the performance of it, mm-hmm. but everything that transpired was like, gee, what kind of time period do we live in that this even happens now? Like this is shit. Damiani, the only people who played that game without the day one patch were the people who got it. Ahead of street yeah. yeah, but stores were selling it forever because it was so they delayed it by such a small interval. Probably stores got confused or whatever. Like, you, you, was it a tweet? Mm. Oh, they did not get confused, sir. <laughs> okay, whatever. They knew what they, they were doing. They still had retail versions. Like, don't even ship them out. How'd they even get there? Like, stop. I agree. Yeah, I agree don't ship that. them out. Like, there's a quick sell. Hold the damn thing. Like, hold, like, delay the game a week and, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, do something else, but, like, that's on them for shipping the game out early. Like, that's not consumers' fault at all. You don't understand, though. I make more money this way. I make more money if I don't delay my game. And then if I just add a day one patch, it's the same. They're still playing that same game. You want me to pay millions of dollars to delay my game. I mean, how do you feel like when you go and buy the game from the from whatever store you get it from Amazon? Yeah. You go to put it in, and there's like an hour patch or something. I don't know how long. That those, is gone. Nobody has an hour how patch anywhere. How long do these anywhere. patches take uh, on average? I don't know. I mean, we like, don't how, have how long did the, the, the star uh, the No Man's Sky uh, patch take for whoever played it? I just installed it online, and that took less yeah. than an hour. That game is tiny. Less than an hour. That game is so small. I just missed the days where I just put the game in, and if you do not want to install... Think about, but, th- I, 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 but think about the comparison you're making, Damiani. You're literally yelling at a room full of people in another city, in a giant company, with people slaving, you know, day after day, night after night, you're not seeing their families, not having any social contact with their friends. <laughs> you're telling me to, bu- you're telling them to bust their ass no. to get the game done, and then, no, because you're like, because I can't game. wait 20 minutes. No, delay the damn game so they don't have to do that stupid crunch time that kills everybody. They're, reserved, they're still doing the time. crunch time. No. It's just whether the that's because they stick to the they stick to it because of marketing schedules and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's the system that's been created, and it kind of sucks. It sucks for everyone, quite frankly, except the people at the top who like. It sucks hey, for them too. No, they're like no, they're like they're getting their money. Come on, they're like this, yeah, we're getting paid. A day like this, that equation, then we get to yeah, dismiss the, the dude sitting at home waiting for a twenty minute thing is like sorry, <laughs> like that's not. Jones doesn't care about I'm, your day I'm one. Not going to battle for that dude on his couch. Like, what am I supposed to do? Make a sandwich? Like, what are you? What? I, I, There's so many things. In 2016, you you don't know what to do with twenty minutes. Like, you're literally like, like I, I what should happen is the game comes out. You put out what you think is the finished game. You then listen to feedback from the community. They play your game. You see what the issues are that you maybe didn't know about because you didn't have millions of people playing your game yet or hundred thousands. You then see all the issues come up. You then release post-release patch. It's over. It's That's, over. No, Damiani, it's over. It's over. No, it's a How, service. When, when is this patch coming up? Two weeks after your game is out? You're, it's done. No, it's not. Yeah, the, all, your, all your development, everything you were doing built up, you're, you had your shot. You literally, that was your two weeks. It's over. No one cares about your game. If your game isn't launching on another console or has major paid DLC or a sequel, you're dead. What about games that are... Goodbye. Sur- like Destiny. I, I, I can give you examples of games that are designed to be like longevity because they're online experiences. Are you trying to tell me Destiny didn't have a day one patch? patch i'm saying that, <laughs> i'm saying it shouldn't it probably shouldn't not have had one but like the, the 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 system should be you release your game as is and then listen to the criticisms and then fix them based on that like if you need a massive day one patch it's like what why did you just delay your game a bit and like Iron that out and crap. Because that cost me money. Fiscal reasons. That cost for me sure. so much money to do that. Then you hit that fiscal window. They got to think about what time. Like I think fifteen got pushed back like the furthest so, they could for this whole year. Okay. Because they you, think January. Point. They think they'd be dead. They don't want to. They would have to wait till March probably well, or yeah, February. I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to get to like the new release date just yet because we were going. Th- I was based 
This tangent yeah, yeah. happened from the this message. This was a tangent. So yes. the yes. point was, okay, yeah. we, we can't... I, I see your point. I do see your point. I wanted to present like why I feel it's disgusting. It's good. That's my, that's, <laughs> that's my, that's my opinion <laughs> on it. That. I, how I do podcasts? I don't yeah. think it gets patches. Yeah. The two, I want them to patch up after it comes out as a reactionary thing to improve the experience. And two, I wish there was a way to play stuff without the patches. So like if there's a version of a game because it's all online, like the patches stuff, like you, you should be able to delete the patches to go back and play an older version of something for fun or whatever for like pr- preservation purposes. The, this Why? Because like, he's a troll, and he wants. No, 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 he no, doesn't no, realize. No. He doesn't realize he's inviting the troll. Now people are going to be That's streaming. Not, no, it's now not everyone's going to stream no. the old broken the, version of the no. game. And you're going to wait. People in ch- Twitch chat. I'm sorry. What version is this? Think can about you, online you games. Type the, 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 the version of the game you're playing in the title, please. No. So I know is, is it point three four six or three four? The door I'm opening here is like vanilla. Like vanilla WoW. Like those people put up that server because they wanted to play an older version of the game that's yeah. no longer officially supported. Yeah. So stuff like that. If you're gonna have like, especially a game that's so heavily reliant on the online experience and the code lives like online server side, there needs to be a way for people to be able to go back and play that legally because that sucks when you can never play that again. If the company does want to pay the money for the servers, that's cool. But there should be some recourse for the community to be able and go set up their own server with that code so that they could still play that experience that they want. Like, right now, if you want to play vanilla, like, I want to remember the glory days. You get to go to YouTube and watch some, like, low-res-ass quality videos and some of your favorite hits, like Leroy Jenkins and shit like that. Like, <laughs> you we had, you had to be time. there, baby. I'm amazed you say that about MMOs, because that's one of my favorite things about MMOs. Oh, it's, it's like, you were gone. I'm okay. sorry, you weren't there. You were not in Eorzea when that asteroid hit. It hit, it's over. You missed it. Th- that's you can't great. go back like, and play What if 14. people want to go back and do, like... Like what for whatever research purposes for like for preservation, you can't just go back and get it. Like you just want to get footage of it. Like I have to go to some YouTube person and be like, I'm gonna steal your footage. Sorry, dude, you're the only one that has like wild vanilla footage, or else I gotta get it illegally on a private server. That's a good thing. Like that's, like, that's just like one example. That's like, a beautiful thing. I mean, there's a whole organization, multiple organizations dedicated to, like trying to like we want to preserve all this stuff. Like, he- Brad, can you believe right now in this discussion about Final Fantasy 15? <laughs> Damiani says, you better have a way for me not to play patched versions of Final Fantasy XV. I see his point with MMOs, uh-huh. but with, like... Like, I'm thinking of, like, Dark Souls 3, for example, or something like that. Like, this patch, we changed the weapon. Or yeah. some, like, a weapon damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people want to go back... Like, I, I don't, like, see the point of, like, going back and playing a different version of something like that. Like, a debuff weapon or something. But I see the, his point about wanting to play an older version of a game like that. But I also see Jones's point, like, with the developers would be like, hey, this is... The story we're telling, we're moving on with this. Street Fighter. Ultimate Street Fighter let you play the different version characters from all the different updates. Yeah. So you have the broken Sagat again. Right. Remember that? Yeah. Like, they wanted to celebrate. They're like, here, like, we get it's broken as hell. Here's a mode. You're not going to be able to use it in tournaments and stuff, but mm-hmm. just if you want to experience it again, here are the characters. You can pick which patch or which version of the character you want with those balances and go at it. Have fun. Like, well, see. Hearthstone changed modes instead of just, like, racing all the old cards. They were like, no, you bought them. You paid money for that. Like, here's a mode you can play with in those, but. We're going to have a new mode that we're going to pick the cards. Damiani, why did you bring this up in the context of Final Fantasy XV, though? Like, what are they going to take so away from you? He wants to play the broken I, I, version of Final Fantasy XV no, no, no. and, and, and the, troll stream it. No, the only, <laughs> no, no, no. The only thing was, and they're going to include it. They said they're going to include it, the different combat styles. The episode Duskai oh. version, mm-hmm. and then this new version, which the what I've played, I've played chapters one and two. Not this recent event, though. At E3. At oh, wow, e, back yeah, yeah. at E3, before E3. Okay. Um... 
I did not like the new version of the combat system. I liked what I played in Duskai. I was like, can I go back to this? And they're like, yes, they're going to offer that. So, so, so They're doing this thing you want, and then you make fun of them? There's a whole five minutes? I'm not making minutes? fun of them. I'm saying, what if they do a change down the line to one of them to rebound? Oh, we've heard your feedback, and we're actually going to change the Duskai fighting system to this. It's like, no, don't, don't touch it. Like, leave... I don't think they're gonna do that. Yeah, but like that's like the fe- like you know what I'm thinking about You're when I argue. You're fear mongering right now. It, I mean, I don't. Mean, I'm sorry if I'm fear mongering. They're doing a great thing for you. They're doing the thing that you want. I just don't trust them to always give you all the options you want. And this goes back to a time when I used to when I interviewed Toriyama and Katase back on 13, and they were clueless about why the American audience would want Japanese audio with English subtitles in 13. Like, why would anyone want to listen to that? And I'm like, are you kidding me? No, Have tell me heard? what they actually said in the interview. No, they said like we don't like. Is there really a market for that? Do the, the fans really want something like that? I was like. Let me introduce you to the U.S. anime audience and the whole argument of subs versus dubs. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... It didn't exist over there. They don't... It's not totally their fault, but no one had told them about it. It's like, yikes. Like, who on the... Like, is no one, like, letting them know these options, like, should be possible? And then they gave some answer down the line about why there was only the English version. Like, we spent all this time and money to produce this English VO for you. We want you to experience it. We don't want you going and listening to a language you don't understand. You know, you could have the subtitle option. And it was like, uh, okay. It so also takes up a lot of space on a disc. That excuse is getting more and more bullshit by as time goes by. Whoa, why? Because, you know, two things. One, the same patch shit you can do. Oh, here's a patch if you want to download your... Yeah. You can download patches for the audio stuff if you want. Namco, Bandai Namco does it for Tails. Do they? Do you have oh, to pay for it? I, I forget. I don't want to do a correction this music, so I don't remember if they charge or not. I Uh-oh. thought it was... Brad's I, got the prove it ticket. Do you know? Do you know if it's free or enough. not? Oh, I don't care, care enough. enough. Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> Wait, do you know if it's free? Or oh, not? I don't know. No, he doesn't oh, know. But I, it, uh, if you get the prove it ticket, you have to like open your phone and look it up. Oh, okay. I I don't, I don't know either way, but I know it's my ticket. Yeah, some game. Anyway, <laughs> oh god, way off track here. We're getting way off track. Sorry, it's back to fifteen. Talk to me about Final Fantasy fifteen, yeah, so which just got 15. delayed until delayed, November twenty yeah. We want a bad tangent. I apologize. People yeah. would be really angry at me for that. You don't um, want to hear I, my tangent on 15, I'll tell you that. I think they... I, <laughs> well, we know yours. <laughs> right. I, I do think they knew about this for a while. I think okay. this was calculated message yep. to, to, to minimize the, you know, whatever fallout. People are obviously upset, but it's like, okay, what... The, the sentiment seems to be like what Brad's saying. Like, yo, needs a little bit more time. Like, there's been a few reports, you know, from maybe me and Ben and I at one mm-hmm, point, mm-hmm. Yeah. that said the game was kind of rough. Like, yeah. and it was in a rough state. They should have delayed it if after they, E3, if right? They need, I bet they. this is from after E3. Uh... Like, they, it did not have a good show at E3. It did not, and I, they are yeah. very aware of that. I think it happened sometime after E3, after all the feedback they got. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I don't think it happened, like, right at E3. I, sure. I think, no, I mean, yeah. I think sometime in July this decision was made. Okay. Anyway, I, I do like that they're giving it some more time. Because it can't, as you said, this game cannot have performance issues. <laughs> Come on. Like, it can't. It has to run pretty decently. Yeah. And... I don't, you know what? I don't care. If it's going to be out after Neo comes out and there's going to be a Neo version, awesome. I want to play an even better version. I'll go get Neo and I will play mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 15 on Neo with the better specs and stuff because I want to enjoy that shit. I do think there will be a controversy. Some people are going to whine about, oh, you don't have the money to get Neo, which is a 
totally lot like totally valid, and they're gonna be upset they can't play the Neo version. And there's gonna be a f- just as John said, there's gonna, gonna be some the PS4 of, version will, will be, be worse. Some fallout from that if that happens. That's yeah. just the reality of any yeah. the console they're bringing out. Any yeah. version yeah. comes out like that. People are gonna specifically. Want it. I was talking about like the PS4 version of something is broken. Sure. Like the PS4. Yeah, if it's work. broken, yeah. yeah that's whenever, a, whenever that happens. I'm very yeah. worried about Especially that. Especially this, if like they now after a delay yeah. and they set on camera like this is to make it run better. Right. And we have time to add on extra stuff to it. We're so confident. Like they're, they're like smug and confident. Like we want, we know this is going to be good. It's like, going to be good. We refuse to put out something that isn't going to be the best experience for everyone. And then it doesn't perform well on the PS4. And then this ne- is... But Neo's buttery smooth like... <laughs> Lock 30 frames no matter what at all points. And the PS4 version dips, you know, at, like a lot of points. It's like, guys, guys, come on. This is not going to work. Yeah. Oh, by the way, they also said the reason they delayed it is so they didn't want to do a massive day one DLC patch. There's, because they said not everyone has an internet connection or what, you know. There is still going to be a day one patch on that game. Mock my words. You know what? You probably are right. I'll believe that. that. I, I, I'm not going to bet but, uh, against You're right. That. It won't be as huge as what it would have been. Yeah. yeah. It'll be smaller. So, I mean, I didn't add that in earlier, but yeah. that was part of where I was coming from is that by their own admission, Square Enix was kind of worried whether it's they really believed it or not, mm-hmm. that day one patch is not a good idea, but I, uh, I don't trust them. I'll up, believe Brad? what Naughty Dog said about Woo. Last of Us and how it got that slight delay but it changed that game fundamentally from being broken in a lot of ways and made it an outstanding game. Yep. So I will wait two months. I'm okay. I waited 10 years already mm-hmm. for it to be a better product. What's two more months? What? That reminded me. The time. The, it's new release date. So November 29th. Right. That's, that's after Black Friday. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's now in a month with a lot of heavy competition. Yep. It had pretty much its own release yeah. date to itself. Mm, Any concern about that? Or? The, Japan was a different story, though. Oh, and Japan is going head to head with Persona Five. Yeah, that's uh, a yeah. No, that's I, Japan. I do believe this decision cost them millions. I think. Oh, it, for I think this sure it two did. month delay for is sure. It's, extremely it's cost expensive. them a ton of money. Yeah, no doubt. Missing that Black Friday. Yeah, they're well aware of that. Yeah, I don't. Maybe millions is a, an exaggeration, but yeah, I think it's I think they're very would, expensive. Dude, they're gonna yeah. lose a lot of money probably from this. Uh, last question about this: Is this the last delay that we see this year? This uh, year, of fifteen or period? Uh, oh, of any games? Oh, are there will be we see any other games get delayed? I could this year? see Battlefield or Titanfall having a slight delay. One of them because they're wow. so close to each other. Okay, and it's they're going to cannibalize their own sales. I know Damiani's got one locked and loaded. Well, of course, what? Last Guardian. Oh, yeah, oh. oh yeah, yeah. Jo- Jones, you too? Yeah. No. no, I refuse to believe. I it's believe in that. I believe in that. That's Last Guardian's not coming out. There's been it's like nothing out. of that game. That's that's intentional. That's intentional. Don't worry about it. We got a we got a PlayStation event September seventh. They're gonna blow it up, buddy. Don't worry Don't about it. Don't blow it up. Getting, Don't blow that game Neo, up. You're yeah. getting Neo and the new Vita whatever thing. I'm a jig. They'll have some games there. Oh, don't you do that Vita thing? We're not <laughs> talking about that. What are you talking about? We're no, not no. talking about that. There's wait. You're whatever. not talking about the scoop. There was. Oh my god. There was something about a new Vita type chip, class chip. So just to let everybody know who watches this or listens to this, uh, we communicate over a program called Slack, and we're slackers. And Damiani one day messages, hey, they're doing a second Vita. Look at this. And it's no evidence. It is absolutely no evidence that it's Sony is making... It's a new FCC patent for a new classification of chip. Yeah, so why, do, why does that have to be in a handheld? Because it's the Vita. Uh, it's for a Vita-type chip. Did nah, you read it's not, the happening. Blo- not happening. Don't even worry about it. I mean, it might just be another Vita re- like version in Japan only or something. I don't know. I don't know why they would have followed up with the FCC then. It was inconclusive but evidence. It could be something really stupid and mundane, but... Who knows? Oh my goodness. Maybe they saw Nintendo stuff and they're like, the rumors are like, well, you know, 
just going to put out, you know, Vita. Like, we're going to merge that, you know, relationship a little bit better with Neo and enhance Vita. Take your stuff on the go a little bit better and stuff like that. One, one more shot at that mobile audience. Nah, man. I don't buy that. I, I don't buy it either. I'm bullshitting. Ugh, like, why do you do this to me? But it's still possible. Like, there's so that exists. So they could ignore it and nothing ever comes of it, but... Don't be surprised. Like I, I just don't want to see you on that day when we're watching the you know the reactions. September seventh and September seventh, and yeah. they're like, oh, and here's another way you can control your Neo, and they bring out like a new like Vita model or Ooh. something. I'll walk new. out of the room. <laughs> I don't even want to see that thing. <laughs> like I'm not trolling. Yeah, like, then they're like Mega Man Legends three exclusively on this. Oh, I'd be interested. Yeah, you're right back. I'd be all ears. I mean, I, it's highly unlikely, but. I mean, it'd be gutsy as hell to be like, we're not giving up on the, the mobile space. Like, yo, here's this. Like, your move, Nintendo. Where's your direct? Uh, Stink, probably in September. Stinky Nintendo. Probably in September. We'll talk stinking about it. Stinky Nintendo. Uh, there's another... There's a weird story I want to talk about this week that... Uh, it's just a... It's a launch point for a discussion that I'm pretty excited about. Nordic Games has now become THQ Nordic. Holding on to that old name. Holding on to that old name. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So I want to do a little bit of history. Jump in at any point where you say, that is crazy. So... Uh, you might remember THQ, everyone. Oh, I do. Uh, it's a video game publisher of years old. In 2013, all of its properties went for sale. Yep. Actually, we can make a game out of this. That'll be fun. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Here we go. They got destroy all humans, right? Yes. Uh, we'll yeah, get there. Yeah, destroy all humans. We'll get there, Jones. Who bought Saints Row? And Deep Volition. Deep, Deep Silver. Silver. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's actually uh, Koch Media? C-K-A-S-H? Oh, yeah, they're... Yeah, mm. right, right, right. But yeah, it's basically uh, Deep Silver. Who bought Metro? Uh, Deep Silver. Yes. Good job, Brad. Who bought South Park: The Stick of Truth? Ubisoft. Ubisoft yeah. Well done. Oh, Brad's that on top of this. Before, yeah. Yeah. Who bought uh, Homefront? Uh, uh, Deep Silver, I think. No, bought this no, okay. no, 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 oh, oh. no. Squenix. Crytek. Oh, Crytek. But oh. then Deep Silver bought it from Crytek. From Crytek. Okay. Oh. In 2014. Then was on Squenix shop. I have no idea. Sorry. It's going crazy. He's going nuts over there. Is there another, like, Homefront type game? No, man. There's only Homefront. Okay, never mind. Then Homefront, whatever the other one was called. All right, how about Homeworld? Who bought Homeworld? No, no idea. Jones, do you got this? Uh, is it Gearbox? Yeah. Yeah, yes. wow. Ooh, Jones, well done. Got one. Who bought Evolve? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Take two. Uh, oh, okay. Who got WWE? Take two. Nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, who got Relic Entertainment and the Warhammer 40k rights? Oh man, they just announced a new thing. Yeah, I forgot this. This one's easy. It's a big name? It's a big name. EA? EA? Nope. Not UB? Nope. Activision? One of the greatest video game companies of all time. Warner Brothers? If you're Warner sa- Brothers, what? If you're saying that, I'm very hesitant to say Sega. It. It's Sega. Okay. Sega got those. Sega's got a legit uh, strategy PC thing going on. Oh, right yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, who bought Devil's Third? Devil's, Devil's no. Third? Yep. Nintendo didn't get... It's a trick one. Nobody got it. Yeah. Nobody bought it. It went back to, I think they're called uh, Valhalla or something yeah, like Valhalla. that. Yeah, Valhalla. Um... But Nintendo did eventually publish it yeah. for the Wii U. I was like, yeah. didn't buy the rights to it. Yeah. Like, Do you own that game? I own that game. Nice. Yeah, before it got gouged. Price gouged. I, d- I downloaded it. I got a digital oh, version okay. of it. Oh, okay. Uh, and then everything else went to Nordic Games for $4.9 million. Darksiders, uh, Red Faction, 
Oh yeah, red faction. We'll go into these later because I want to have a discussion about those particular IPs. Mm. I think it's pretty interesting. So what's crazy about Nordic Games is basically before that auction, Nordic Games barely existed. Nobody knew what it was. Uh, The CEO of that company basically made a lot of money as a retailer uh, and saw the way that THQ Games sell and said, oh, I have an idea. I'll just use my $4.9 million and buy them and make money off of (laughs) them. That's pretty cheap for a lot of those IPs. It kind of is. to, To think that you could be a mid-level millionaire and buy all of THQ's games. It's yeah, pretty fun to pretty me. that's pretty weird. Uh, but it's growing. And so now, uh, in the year 2016, Nordic Games is now called THQ Nordic. That's so weird. Yeah. I wonder why they held on to that name. So, so I want to ask, so I want to talk got... about that. Yeah, does THQ mean anything? No. Well, I mean, yeah, Not it doesn't mean meaning. anything you want to associate with a new yeah, company. Well, maybe, right. to them, sure. maybe to them, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, unless they're yeah, unless they're really big fans and stuff, and just want the name to come back, the legacy form. and live on. But I, I don't know if that's like a very good reason, like in terms of like everyone else's recognition. People are gonna look at it and be like, as we said, that's not THQ. What is this crap? Yeah, uh, I mean, I wonder how former THQ people feel about that. Oh yeah, I bet they're who's salty. Aren't some of them? Mad? Aren't some of them former THQ people? I mean, we talked about some of the. Well, actually, they did. They did at the sales. Um, Nordic did not pick up any studios. Okay. They okay. just bought up IPs basically, and it was a pretty small company for a while. But now they're at a pretty large point. They are actually developing some games in house even, and I think they announced. 29 games. That is are in insanity. Development right now. Uh, 29 of, games. Good. Some of them are development. Some of them are secret still, you know, but so yeah, we got 29 like, games. How many of these are going to be like like bigger budget games? Or are these uh, like. They're not all big budget games. Yeah, certainly, like, are, like okay. certainly. I was certainly. like, dude. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. So what I do want to talk about is the list Brad started. I want to talk about each, each of these games individually as uh, do they have potential? Are these worth buying? Would you spend your $4.9 million on these? The only one I think that has some Brad, sort you of gotta, you're just tricking me with a prove it ticket, man. <laughs> I'm just flipping around. I know. Teasing you. You're earlier like, doing teasing that. Teasing you. I was like, getting so excited every time. The one I think that has like the most value right now is Darksiders. Probably out. Okay, so let's talk about Darksiders. And they have done stuff with Darksiders. Yeah. They did the definitive edition How of many Darksiders Dark are we going to get now? Oh, I mean, at least one, right? Like, we'll get Dark Souls 3, but mm. I wonder if we'll get, like, a little spin-off phone game. Swipe your way as death through the gates of hell, or something <laughs> oh, like that. No. Sure. I mean, is Dark Siders is that valuable, do you think? Uh, it could be. It could be. You could totally turn that franchise around with one just really good game. Platinum Games. Sure. Well, no. They, well, if they give to Platinum Games, they get, need to give them more than time than they get with some of their other games, like Turtles and Korra. Sure. Can't have them crank those out, dude. Don't crank that one out. I mean... Uh, Jones, what do you mean that franchise could turn around? What do you what do you envision? Was it two is good. I was gonna say like yeah. wasn't it fine sales wise? And it was fine. Yeah, two, yeah. two didn't blow yeah. up, and mm-hmm. uh, it was very different from one. But I don't. Did it have that big of a budget? Like, did I thought it did okay? I think THQ burned through a lot of money before they went was, down. Yeah, I think it had I a pretty big had, budget, I man. Had, I don't know if it was because of Dark Side. Yeah, it might have been something else. Oh, it was because of Udraw. You draw yeah, was it was like, all, yeah. all that crap. They yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 yeah, the Nickelodeon stuff too. Remember? What's very funny oh. is uh, THQ Nordic actually owns Udraw. That was one of the four point nine. I think that's so funny. <laughs> the, the warehouse is full of that crap. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, Man, yeah, yeah. they overproduced. Don't Just to like, explain to anyone who's never heard of Udraw before, it was a tablet. Uh, it was a. It, the first year of Udraw worked out really well for THQ. They, it was a, an accessory for Wii. It was just a silly tablet. That, no screen on it. You just would draw on your mm-hmm. plastic tablet and it would appear on the TV screen. THQ says, oh, that did so well. Let's make one for Xbox 360. Let's make one for PS3. Let's make another one for the Wii. 
and wrong bombed market. Wrong hard. market. Bombed so also, hard. But you also need to point out, like at that point, that kind of like trend was going down. Like the the motion, like the Wii. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like Xbox 360 was starting to creep back up and was starting, you know, to beat out Wii at that point, I believe, in the month of month sales. Yeah. Like the Wii train hype train was over. Mm-hmm. It was like on its decline. And they invested heavily. And they they had to make that call oh. too far ahead. Yeah. And it basically they bet, they bet and they lost. It basically undid THQ, a historic ah, video game a, producer. Uh, let's talk about Red Faction. Okay. Yeah. Red Faction. I love the PS2 game. Red I think Faction. we all yeah fond memories. Of I that. didn't think the last one was too terrible. Was it like the, the one where you could use the caves or whatever? Uh, yeah, like you had the like dark. the device that could eat, like nano machines would form bridges for you and mm-hmm. stuff, destructible environments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember playing through that. I, I thought it was okay. It wasn't anything special, but I remember like they were pushing it pretty hard as like a big deal, and I'm like, uh, this might not be. This is like the this is like the B. Like you know, we mm-hmm. used to joke, not joke, but we used to try and classify budget like AAA. It's a mid tier game. That, there's that mythical one that like studios died because they couldn't like thrive on that. They either had to hit AAA or they had to be like you know low level indie. There were that middle tier vanished over like the 360 PS3 generation. Yeah, and so many studios went out. Mm-hmm. I think. They were in that mentality where this needed to be like pushed as a AAA game, and yeah. it did not do AAA numbers. Because that's what sucks is they had a Red Faction game. I think it's Red, Red Faction Armageddon. Uh, Armageddon. Gorilla, I think, came before Armageddon, and Gorilla did really well. Gorilla was a crazy fun game, that and was it, a f- it yeah, wasn't a huge one, budget. Yeah. yeah, and it was it. You had destructible environments and destructible buildings, and people yeah. had a real fun time with it. And then they said, "Oh, let's make a sequel. Let's put more money into it. Let's put more advertising into it. Let's put it in a cave for no reason." And then it didn't do as well. It's just one of those things where they I didn't, feel like they made that game really fast too. Like it came out pretty soon after the PS3 one. Like they were capitalizing on the yeah, success yeah. really I think, fast. Right. It was at least one or two years. Yeah, like right. The first yeah. one. Yeah, I remember the first one having like some buzz behind it. Yeah, and then they just. I think maybe it was like, yeah, let's push out another one really quickly. It's like, yeah, without maybe, maybe not really looking at the strengths of what made Gorilla work. But that first game, Red Faction. Let me talk about this for a second, gentlemen, because this game, you, you can make caves in this game with a rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can make caves. Not even in just it's in super fun in multiplayer, but even in like a single player map, you can make yourself shortcuts by shooting rockets into a wall and walking by a guy that you would normally have to fight. I just loved that mm-hmm. so much, and it just, it's still something that barely exists today. Kyle, one of my friends who, like, never plays video games uh-huh. talks exactly about that game. How Red you, Faction. Like, fondly of yes. making caves and stuff. Yeah. I honestly think Red Faction is a valuable IP. I don't think it is anymore. Oh, Brad, why? It, the n- numbers proved it. The numbers no proved one, it. No one cares that much, you know? But... At least on a triple A level, if they're looking for that kind of market, sure. Maybe if they temper their expectations or whatever, mm-hmm. and go for that middle market, they could be okay. Okay, I hear you. But don't doesn't it seem like the kind of franchise where like at the, it's like at the end of the Sony press conference and they're, they're, it's like near the end. It's not the end, but it's just like they got like two or three more announcements in them, and then we get this like crazy sci-fi. Wow, what's this? And just like oh, we're, like, on, on some, like, mining planet or something, and they got all these crazy tools, and, like, wow, you can, like, do, you know, terrain deformation, and yeah. just, like, maybe a little time travel speed, you know, d- d- like, time displacement stuff, all oh, crazy, and then big black at the end, and just the star. Red, Red faction. faction. And it's just called Red Faction. You're yeah. Like, Whoa! You know, mm-hmm. it's like the uh, Tomb Raider reboot. I just yeah. like, oh, I, it's Red I, Faction. I think, 
I think it'd be cool. Uh-huh. You didn't sell Brad. What is it going to take to sell Brad, Jones? You can't sell me on that game anymore. Why? That, that time has passed for me in my life, like a game like that. Whoa. Brad, come on, man. Um, sorry, man. Talk to me about MX versus ATV, then. Motocross versus oh. ATV. Oh, I got such a soft spot for that franchise. Oh, yeah. Okay, you don't so need open world. THQ Nordic owns oh, it. Oh, it was such a good open world game. So they have it. They had that IP. Is that a valuable IP? Uh, depends on what you do with it. I wonder... But like at best, right now it's like you could like maybe a piece of the Trackmania crowd, you know, like sure. a, like kind of like the custom custom track builder PC racing enthusiast, and go less like you're over the water, it's lots of metal and jumps, and you're riding on walls, and just like just that awesome vibe you get when you just hit the underpart so well and you get height going up, you know, it's just like there's no other. I, I like when I think back and like I love SSX that didn't do that. I love like Smuggler's Run and other good racing games, but like they didn't. They didn't capture that feeling. Please describe it better, because you said get the under part. I still don't know so, exactly okay. what you're talking so, about here. So you, it's kind of like Flappy Bird. It's like the old like mobile game where like you know there's 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 uh, dips and hills. Sure. And when you're going in that dip, the whole the whole weight displacement you have on your rider, the whole way like basically you can control the I'm moving forward on the bike or I'm moving back. Mm-hmm. It's basically like where, wherever you're deciding to put weight will give you the max amount of speed, which when you go up off of the hill, you'll get more air. And you, it's one of those things, it's like Guitar Hero. It's one of those things that you just feel it. It's not like, I can't tell someone like, oh, you just press this button and you're done. Or like, oh, you just wait for this to happen and then act. It's like, you you just gotta feel it in your gut. So you're saying the game just has a good feel. It did years ago. And Mm -hmm. they've made, uh, yeah, they just, I mean, that game must have sold well because they just, they made one of those every year. It just... That was one of those games where, like, yeah. we'd get a package. Like, oh, we got a package. Oh, AMX. You know, like, I guess they made another one. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm holding you, a game in my hand I've never heard of. Yeah. It's done. I, they, they released it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess I had to get out of that or something. I remember I the know. demos of that game were pretty cool because, like, as you said, they're open. Just yeah. a demo of that game. It's like, oh, I could, like, really goof maybe around something in here. crazy and go early access, try to get a PC community into it, you know, and then maybe well, kind of get, like, a grassroots. You're modernizing like, it, Jones. I like this. Yeah. I feel like there's just such a crowded market now, like, open world games. No. On a dirt bike? Open world games on a dirt bike. Just Tell play me GTA another one. 5. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair enough, actually. Just play that game. It's better. Destroy all humans. Oh, yeah. PS2 game. Yeah. You're an alien who... His goal is to destroy all the humans? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that could work very well today. Totally. Uh, it'd be interesting as an RTS, actually. Whoa. What? Jones, why? Not necessarily as an RTS. Okay. But... Let me zoom out a little bit and see my more of the impact. Why? I was going to tell him to prove it, but you just better's an RTS. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was well, like, I can't what? Well, say that, but that's a good. That's, you can't make him prove that. I um, want to see him try it. Okay, he's doing me. it. He's trying it. He's no, trying. I'm saying uh, you, you used it. Which okay. is yeah, less of a because you can like get in the UFOs and like the camera would zoom out a little bit. And you can fly around and pick people up and stuff. Yeah. So like, like maybe yeah, maybe like. The, the, the scale of it changes so it's not just it's not just like me with on the ground with this gun going person by person like I can actually like zoom out and see the effect I'm having on the whole city so I just like finish these missions it's like no get out there and get people and recruit them to your army use them to get more people you know like it'd be cool if like I could put an embryo inside a human and like it, like literally in real time that human will then walk around this world and it'll be like you hatched an egg like oh from what person and they show a picture of the person that hatched and like oh where where is that guy? Oh, I guess he wound up over there. Okay, you know, like let me let me track it a little bit more as opposed to like it's a third person open world action game that has this plot over it. So you'll crack up because you look like an alien and they're all screaming and running away. Yeah. But outside of that, they just didn't like I don't think you need more than that. Jones, the way you're talking about that made me think of Brutal Legend. And I just yeah. disgusted. Brutal Legend. Yeah, put in a hat on a hat, Jones. Don't you do that. 
I think you should just focus on what made that game fun for people who love the original. Yeah, we want to be a goofy alien and kill people. Yeah. You still do that. Don't make me control an army of, like, weird stuff and, like, turn this into a third or, like, a Wait, some watchdog stuff? Yeah, just, like, let me scan that person. I don't want to do that. What are you doing with Let me just fly around and zap some dudes. As an alien and taking over Earth, you're not scanning humans. I'm not scanning the humans. He's destroying all humans. You gotta learn before you destroy. You shoot them, and that's all you gotta know. I kind of like that idea of like you go to the planet. You gotta gotta download them first. Yeah, you have to load them. You have to find the president, and you have to find who's important on this planet, and like make them marks. Okay, little we went a little obscure there. Uh, (laughs) Y'all know what Titan Quest is? Titan, yeah, I've seen. I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, Tommy has got an ant on his microphone. Yeah, that's what I was trying to knock away. Sorry about the audio, everybody. That's why he's hitting it. Apparently, Titan Quest has a huge fan base, and they're way into it. Cool. Really? And they're working on a sequel. Yeah, THQ Nordic's like, yeah, we're making a sequel to that. Do sure. Uh, De Blob. Oh, De Blob. Whoa, that's a reaction I did not expect. De Blob. I just, Color things. Yeah, just from, I was like, I just forgot about like that game, period. Yeah. THQ Nordic has it. Huh. Will they do anything with it? Is it worth well, doing That was a Wii game, with? right? It was a and Wii game. It was multi-platform for the second one. First okay. one was exclusive, right? Yeah, second one like went Splatoon multi. is the natural extension of this idea, I don't know right? if it could I, survive now. I don't know if it could either. I, I think it's the right developer, it. and I don't think they can do it. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Stuntman. Stuntman? The old? PS1 game? Uh, no, I don't think it was. Where's I think the they PS2? got like, a sequel to... I don't know. Man. What yeah. a weird... <laughs> the original game was fun. I don't know if a game like that could just work nowadays. I think you had to make a totally fun game where you're a stunt man. I but guess. it's like, isn't that what Joe Danger is? Oh, Joe Danger is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just play Joe Danger. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm sorry. Do you hear that? It sounds like it's podcast halftime. It is. You're right, Kyle. It's podcast halftime. Okay, so it wasn't crazy. Not this time. These are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of August. Michael Kazachenko, Mango, Sweet Justice, a sound design company based in England that's worked on Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, and Call of Duty. You can see their work at www.sweetjustice.audio. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. YoYoTricks.com, a tutorial website for teaching people how to yo-yo. To buy yo-yos and learn how to get started, visit YoYoTricks.com or their YouTube channel. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you. Don't forget that YouTube channel. If you're just like, I'm not going to buy the yo-yo, just go watch the yo-yo videos. You know, um... I didn't know you could do out the yo-yo. Somber Tapestry gets a lot of love. Mm -hmm. Odd Forms is underrated. Odd Forms is very... You're not going to be anticipating these forms. Yeah, yeah, I really like those two words together. Odd form. I don't like that form there. Oh, that's an odd form. Pretty odd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is time now for Love and Respect. Love, love and respect. respect. No love and respect for Rufus as we <laughs> slam again. Yeah. And he hit the first <laughs> note really dead. weird. He's like, <laughs> Daddy! Uh, you you, I'm not his daddy. You're his daddy. That's weird. I'm not, You're his daddy. I'm not his daddy. What did I do? Papa Bossman. We got Papa Jones and Papa Bossman. You you, you book his gigs. So. Hey, Rufus, you playing tonight? Yeah. Get to work, kid. I do book his gigs. I am his manager. And dad. Mm -hmm. Dadager. Uh, We have a lot of questions this week. A lot of uh, suggestions about 
No Man's Sky. Oh my. Okay. Oh dear. Uh, this one in particular, one I'm about to read, I don't think ever mentions No Man's Sky, but to me is clearly about No Man's Sky <laughs> and seemed like the most impassioned comment about it. It's what we're digging into. So here we go. Hello from Brazil, allies. Oh, hey, Brazil. Hey. Hi, Brazil. Hey, wow. killing it. My dad lived there for a while. Hey. What do you do? Uh, his parents were missionaries when he was a kid, so okay. he lived there. Oh, cool. Here's the thing. That's eating me from the inside Ouch. for quite some time. We all love this industry. It's a relatively new one that's evolving incredibly fast. But here is one thing that's not evolving. The relationship between developers and consumers. Yes, allies, we are still at a time that developers think they are feeding us by their hand. Their promises about their final products are nothing but speculation, causing an absurd number of games that differ both in features and graphics from when they were first announced. I know that the good guy answer is that development time is long and unpredictable, but we have to be aware that the decision to announce something too soon is their own and for no other reason but financial gain. From indie games to big ones, developers are profiting millions from being shady about their own games and there is no real consequence for it. Here's my question. Don't you guys think that the stuff happens mentality has to stop in order to give developers and customers a healthier relationship? Well, how do you what? how do you stop it and how does that foster a more uh the consequences relationship? The consequences. The consequences. Consequences on the developer? Yes. Are sales the consequence? For people did, getting didn't excited? We get done, didn't we get done talking about a developer that fumbled all of these franchises that could have been great and, you know, by their own admitted faults, folded? Like, that, that's some consequence right there. Yeah, so let's talk about No Man's Sky, which I think this is written about. Uh-huh. Uh, we see some things shown for No Man's Sky. We see it look better than it definitely releases. Uh, it comes out, How do? what are we supposed to do? What should we do about it to say, hey, you can't do that? Or do we? Or do we not have to Don't say hey, you can't do that? What about like you as a, the games media, Brad? What about it? Yeah, just be complete. Like, what's the consequence? Wh- Are you mad at, at Hello Games? No, because I didn't set myself up for expectations. But I they, wasn't like super excited about this game or anything. They showed you a trailer of a gorgeous game that doesn't. I didn't look, look, as look at a lot of it. Like I saw like a few of the first things. I haven't even played the game, mm-hmm. so it's not really affecting me at all. Okay. I guess I've been like on the outside of this game the whole time. Sorry, I missed the uh, the the writer uh, Daniel Gandor. Thank you uh-huh. so much. Thank you, um, Daniel Gandor. Probably. I think maybe some of the press ran away with this game a little too much, especially when they're talking about maybe like, oh, we got all these worlds being an algorithm designing all these worlds. It's just something like really cool, you know. You don't really hear about that game. It's like a new sort of thing, I guess. So game maybe game journalists got maybe a little too excited about it when like yeah, I think it was a real big problem showing that game way too early. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, always a big problem. That one like, was shown way too early. I Absolutely. would love if more game devs does kind of what Bethesda does, like they did with Fallout Four. Like, here's this game; it's out in three months. Yeah, Bethesda did that once. They don't even do that anymore. But they I realize <laughs> not everyone can do that financially, financial wise. Yeah, like Sony probably came to Hello Games, like, hey man, we'll totally like advertise your game. We'll put you on the stage at E3 and everything like that. And I think they were just in way more than they thought. Can we stop and talk about Bethesda, actually? Sure. Uh, they bummed me out this year at E3. Because of what they did last year with Fallout 4, there were two CG announcements at Bethesda this year. I thought that was so what was crazy. It? It, was, what uh, was, it was like Elder Scrolls, right? And Prey. Uh, and Prey. Prey and Quake. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quake, yeah. 
And so that was so strange to me where it's like, wow, look what they're doing. They, they get it. They want to announce it and release it months later. And they're like, nah, we do CG trailers again. It's like, why? Why? You fixed they it. They did that last year, though, too. They did With Dishonored. With Dishonored, yeah. Yeah. But they did nothing that's coming months I mean, later this year. I guess they had Dishonored Dishonored again. comes out like November. But an announcement to release. They didn't do that. Easiest mm. answer is Z3. You're expected to show something, so... Do you have something ready? You got to show off something concept-wise? They didn't have... So, that's not, yeah. that's like, so you're me. sympathizing right now. You're no, saying, not, yeah, so, go I'm ahead. Really sympathizing. Like, Sean Murray, go ahead and show the game two years, I think three years before it's option, ready to be seen. The other option is just you don't have a press conference. You don't have, like, much to show off. That's going to be really... If you went by your rule, that mm-hmm. it needs to, like, stick to a rule. We're going to release the game three to six months after announcements. Mm-hmm. If you don't have anything coming out with three to six months, then you do not show up at your E3 by your own rules. How does that make your company? I don't know. Like, yeah. I I get you know things have to be considered and stuff, but I think that's why some companies opt to show like a trailer, like or a CG trailer. The thing I don't necessarily like is the the, the behind the scenes stuff. It's like you don't even have the time to make up some hyped like teaser trailer. Like, make a hyped short teaser trailer you for mean, like, Star Wars. You like EA? I don't. Yeah. I, I get like it's a it's a nice documentary that they put together to for the behind the scenes. Give that to me at the game. Or oh put my that, god! Put no, that, don't even put that on YouTube. I don't need that at your press conference. Like, that's not the place yeah, for it. Yeah, you're that's right. That's good yeah. stuff down Sorry, there. we went to E3. Yeah. Like, why were you here? Uh, so let's go back to No Man's Sky. Let's say you're Sean Murray. Right. And Jeff Keighley says, hey, I'm doing this weird award show called VGX. Do you want to be a part of it? <laughs> Jones, do you say yeah? Of course, yeah. yeah your game's not ready yet, though, Jones. Well, I don't know that. I've never made, you're a, game Murray. Like, you're I've Sean never Murray. made a game like this before. Oh, I, I, okay. You know, yeah, I hear you. I, it's ready to talk about. Sure, the concept is ready. I know what we want to do. I know i got a dedicated team that's going to... We're going to finish this game. I don't know when, and I don't know what what features are going to be in the game at that point, you know, uh, versus later. But uh, I, I wonder, because specifically I'm focusing on the point of the question where he says, what what do you do? Like, what do you... As us as journalists, what do we do? As yeah. a consumer, what do you do? Um, I wonder if... Here's a fun idea for a website. I wonder if you make a website. It's kind of like what we want to do, like with the G decks back at game trailers. But like, it's like a little bit of Rotten Tomatoes too. I wonder if there's like a state that the game could be in on the website. That's kind of it's it's like a game in the oven, you know, where you're like like a game gets announced. Oh, like Overwatch, great example. Overwatch would be piping hot like that from the moment announcement. You're like, they're ready. I played it. They got announced today, and I played it today. Mm-hmm. This game is ready. Like yeah. this game is going to be great. It's going to come out. This this bread is going to be nice and warm and moist. It's going to be perfect. Or like I don't know. This game got announced. We don't know. And you can kind of see over months like how opinions change and how it's kind of like scoring a game before it comes out. Scoring like the amorphous like pre advert you know like advertised version of that game basically. Yeah. It just kind of gauges like public sentiment about like what do we think? Do we buy it? Bullshit or not? It's like the video game bullshit meter. Yeah. It'd be interesting if a site focused you know specifically on that. Okay. And what I, the GDEX tried to do back at GT was like just just to kind of like search, gobble up the entire internet and try to spit that answer out. And it would have to be a little bit more than that. It'd have to be people behind it that can, can sense these things and kind of read through the lines when uh, when news comes out. So, Jones, I think it's worth bringing up that, again, in the case of No Man's Sky, your BS meter was going off the charts at E3 Well, that's why I lost my mind. Yeah, that's, that, that was the whole... And that was, was, was frustrating as people brought up Ben. And I've actually seen some people like clip that out and like recall that. They're like, see, you hated the game back then. It was like, no, I was very excited about No Man's Sky. That's why I was frustrated. Yeah. Because I was like... It was, I was like, it was like if you, it's like if you got a book and you're like chapter one and you're like, okay. And then it's like chapter one. And you're like, 
what? And like chapter one. And you're like, what? no, where? You know, and like uh, it was in E3, and I was like, where's chapter two? And Ben's like, I saw chapter two, and I'm like, tell me about it. He's like, it's complicated. I'm like, it's not. Just tell me, you know. And that was the thing that was frustrating me when I finally got into No Man's Sky. Yeah, I was 45 minutes into the game, and I was like, aliens trading your multi-tool. Like, why didn't you, you found explain chapter two? these things? Like, why? Yeah. Like that presentation where he went up. Basically, the the major fail of No Man's Sky. The moment I think where he could have made something magical happen, where I actually do fault Sean Murray, where I was like, you fucked that one up. And I don't know if Sony was like, here's your presentation, you're doing this. But the one where he's like, let's go down to this planet, and uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we'll see. That's how I'm going to show this game. It's like, no. show your, Build yourself up. Show me a max-level No Man's Sky character right now. Kill it right now. Show me the best version of this game you possibly can. Don't, like, randomize it. It's not going to mean anything to me or anybody. or We have no context. None of us have played this, you know? But, like... If you're actually going to be like, hey, or even even if you're not going to play it and be like, hey, this happened two weeks ago. It was totally unexpected. It was this really magical moment that happened with the devs. We thought it would be the best way to show this game off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really messed that presentation up. That was the one where it was over. I was just like, I can't believe you just showed me. It's one It's one thing to pull a Battlefield and show the same trailer like three times. <laughs> like that. That's obvious you're doing that. Whereas like, this isn't so obvious. It's it seems it like you're saying different words and you're showing different footage, but it's the so same like chapter over one. And over again. Yeah. Chapter one. Yeah, again, that's a great analogy. Like, I really like that. So that's what was frustrating. Great. Uh, I feel I've, th- we discussed that well. I like that. Uh, you know, it's is there a solution? Is is there something we can do about it? Uh, about holding video game uh, publishers and developers more accountable for what they show ahead of time, or is it really is the good guy answered the truth. I will make a promise. How about that? Okay, what's your I'll promise? I'll make a promise right now. That's the Boy Scout promise. I'm an Eagle Scout. Yeah, what is I'm that? I'm making a Scout's promise. Okay. This is everything to me. Like, this this, this whole idea of creating a game out of absolutely nothing. You know, it's like, that's what trailers are. Like, there's no, you can't, like, hold it. You know, it's just like news and hearsay and screenshots and video and everything has to be this game for 10 years, you know, for however long amount of time. Uh, which is why I didn't want to get into Final Fantasy because this is like the absolute, just like I hate every decision they made throughout the entire process of working on this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what just fascinates me to no end is that skill of getting good at that. You know, of getting good at like, what in particular? I'm, so, I'm sorry. What are we getting good at? Getting good at selling your game. Getting good oh. at, 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 I mean, look at, we're, we're, we're in the, a heavily contested election right now. Same thing. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are dealing with the same thing. They're, neither of them are president. They have to convince you. No, 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 no. It's going to happen. No, Final Fantasy 15, when it launches, there's going to a couple more delay, and then I'm going to be president, and it's going to be great. Trust me. Trust me. It's going to be great. It's the same thing. It's the same skill set. No, it's just... It is. It's the same thing. Do you know the how much those... got to get up on stage, and they have to sell something that doesn't exist. They have to lie so much, though. They so have to So do developers. So do trailer editors. So do so does Andrew House. Every time he walks on stage, like, there, there, there is no definite truth. There's got to be a little manipulation to it. There's got to be a little... I've got to hide a little bit from you and tell you this and sparse it out. And and it it when 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 it goes wrong, people get frustrated and they tr- they distrust the whole system, not being aware of the fact that th- most of the time it goes right, and you just don't notice it's going right. You don't hate the system when it goes right, you know. When like when you actually get a game that met your expectations, and, oh, this was great. It's like well, they still lied to you. They still manufactured the, the the trailers to make you feel a certain way and make you you know deliver out information that's slow you know slow beat. Uh, so it just yeah it fascinates me because it is a definite skill and it's not something that like it's something that every developer needs to get good at I was looking up Titanfall videos you're making uh, Damiani mad because we did a preview for Titanfall and they're like hey we have a new Titanfall series I was like ooh what's this and I clicked on it and it's a camera at like the way back of a dude's office and he's like at his desk and the camera's like tilted and he's like 
so a Titanfall we were good I was like you got, no sorry you gotta do better than this Respawn this is you're better than this you can't just put a camera in a guy's office and shoot a video for Titanfall like you gotta get a crew you gotta make it look good or don't do it you they know, wanna be like, personal they wanna show that they're humans you have to show that you're competent at video skills it's I, I hold I yes you have to have one person in your team if you're this big to be making this AAA game you have to have one person but they don't wanna be that big like, they don't yeah. wanna look that big I think they're not they're saying hey we're not Bungie we're just Respawn you're not it's it's the wrong kind of lie it's i don't buy that one all right it's like it's tricky sure it's it's i'm just fascinated with it because i i think they want to be the bungee they want to be they want to be i think they want to be very 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 successful why wouldn't they want to be um they want to make because of where they came from because of their last relationship yeah yeah, i mean but they want to do what they're doing just even bigger though sure maybe man that's i mean that's the perspective you get of respawn that's the first perspective I get from any game dev. That they want to be bigger and bigger and bigger. They want to be more successful. Okay. Well, I guess everyone wants to be more successful. Yeah. To me, I, I totally get making a video. I just... Jones, what you're saying is insane. And this is why I think you're making Damiani mad. You're saying, in video game trailers, you have to lie, so it's okay. A video game trailer, it, by definition, is a lie. It is. <laughs> no, it's not it by is. definition. It's a lie. All right, now Damiani's really confused. Damiani, help me with this. Explain why video game oh, trailers are not lies. Why trailers that are literally what you play in the game that it, well, are not... Like, you, you, more... pick, you pick the tiny little thing that I saw. The music track that's playing over that gameplay edit. What? Where, where does that appear in the game? I don't know. Is that's that music? Is that music I'm listening to going to be in I've, the final I've, game? I've, they didn't tell me. Bloodborne is. It's all a big question I'm right now. I'm more inclined to give them a pass and reasonably expect that the music selection they pick for a trailer is not the realistic expectation of the final music of the game, especially if it's a licensed track. But the way um, the game looks. But the way the game, the gameplay mechanics are showing me, the, the, the performance of the game should be pretty indicative of what I'm going to play the final version. And I, I, I'm mixed with what you're saying. Sure. I, I, I totally understand. Like, it, it is on the fault of some people to buy into all, every believe everything they're told by a developer or publisher. Yes. People need to come to that hard realization that they're not really your friends. They they are not there. They, they are salespeople. They are there to make money off of you. But they want it to be a benefit. A two like they want it to be a two way street. Like where yeah, a good relationship. Good relationship. Like part. Of, like you, you always have the sale part of a sale, and then you have the servicing of the client afterwards because you want them to come back. You don't want them to do the one sale and then lose that client because. You have to do all the work to find a new one. You want your customers to come back. So it's in your best interest to, you know, within reason, you know, give you know, provide a good experience for them. So there is a part where they're going to tell you stuff you want to hear at the beginning of the sales pitch. Right. And the earlier it is in the development, like if they say games like coming out for two years, for three years, even over anything over a year, you need to be a little bit like... Be excited, but don't take that as gospel. Yes, they're telling you right there. Exactly. The closer right. you get to a release, though, mm-hmm. any like I think that what specifically in this instance with No Man's Sky, yeah. I so I, full disclosure, I'm like Brad. I have not played it yet because the PC version was reportedly such a wreck, and I wanted to play the yep. PC version. Me too. I'm waiting for it to like to get the all clear from the majority of the No Man's Sky community. Like, okay, it's cool to play. Like. The, the issues are, are ironed out. So I haven't touched it yet. Mm-hmm. But the issue is, that I think that's happening here, is that there is a group of people putting together 
uh, back to a certain point, the promised features and functions and, and gameplay mechanics that were gonna that were gonna be in No Man's Sky, and they're attributing the sources to quotes, yeah. interviews, yeah. Uh, presentations, yeah. and documenting how many of them are actually are nowhere in No Man's Sky. Yeah, like that they it's been overpromised. Um, it'd be interesting to see how the time yeah. period where those happen. The closer you get to the release, I think the more egregious it is. It's like wow, like that's bad. But at the same time, yes. Game, I think the press should hold game developers and publishers accountable for very like for really bad examples of saying something's going to be in the game or it's going to look like this and it totally doesn't. Alien, the Sega Alien, the sure. Gearbox Alien, yeah, sure. Marines. Chloe Marines. Oh, Chloe Marines. Mm-hmm. That was a perfect example of like, yeah, that was no, that can't fly. Mm-hmm. A lot of Peter Molyneux shit. Well, I was just going to say, are you it's ever like, going to trust a thing Peter Molyneux ever yeah. says, ever, ever, for the rest of the man's life, ever, <laughs> and anything he works on? He did that to himself. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the consequences, you know what I mean? Like, it does happen. It does. Like, yeah. and people there are do back themselves into a corner. Where I think Sean Murray's like, next game, people are going to be very skeptical. It's, it's Cry Wolf. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, you know, hey, hey, look at this. And it's like, all right, we looked, and there was nothing there. So, each success of time, you're right. They're gonna lose out on the you know the believers like mm-hmm. the the enchanting spell like does is not as potent anymore. But it's like it'd be one thing if it'd be one thing if if No Man's Sky was the eighth game that that uh, Hello Games had made in this series. Yeah, you know, and they're like they're like we've made so many space sims before, and this new space sim we're really bringing it. You know, it's like Star Citizen. It's like this is a small team making an extremely ambitious game. So Their like, catalog is Joe Danger and I, Joe Danger Two. I give them, yep. a, I give them a little bit of leeway on this first project. You know what I mean? Like yeah. ju- just in recognizing that it is different. From a larger publisher returning with the game that they are. This wasn't like, you know, Treyarch making all these weird COD promises. And they're like, whoa, what? You know, it's not like COD Ghost. You're just like, what happened here? I think Sony's involvement might have been part of the problem. Though. I yep. totally agree. Oh, 100% it was. It was. Yeah. They're, they're it was putting the it on a pedestal. Yes. Like, you said, like, Sean Murray might be, like, very innocent in a lot of this. Like, he might have been, like contractually obligated to say stuff like when he signed that deal with Sony like get on that stage and you're gonna say this about the game because like we want you to sell it like this I don't know like, I think I particularly know. when he's talking about multiplayer. When he's talking about, like, uh, hey, I yeah. want people to have interactions like they do in Journey. Yes. And then they, there's absolutely none. <laughs> yes. Like, no, don't do that. Just <laughs> yeah. say, we don't know yet. We don't have that ironed out yet. Yes. That is the way to so, handle and, uh, it. Like, I don't th- t- yeah, tough lesson to learn while you're actively I don't think advertising s- your game. I don't think Sony yeah. was ignorant of, like, that stuff. I think they knew what he, like, it was, like, coordinated, I think, like, what he was going to say at their events. Like, when he's on stage with them. And representing, like, this is going to be, like, on a Sony, you know, platform, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think he, what he was saying was calculated and stuff. And, like, he's, you know, he might have to learn his lesson and stuff. That like, hey, next time, like, you know, when you go in bed with these people, like, this is the risk. Like, yes, it's great that you're getting all this exposure. And money. But now, hmm. like, I think, but to back up, the biggest mistake of this was people, whatever reason, subconsciously viewed this game as a AAA release because of how much Sony was pushing it. Yep. Yeah, how I don't want to blame people. I don't care. I don't want to blame the people for this. Yeah, thing. like, I don't... I it's don't, a $60 game. Yeah, and it, it, it is, yeah, it's $60, and it's being pushed like that, like, as you said, like, I put that mostly on Sony. Sure. Like, Sony should have known something was coming. It feels that way. Yeah. Maybe they didn't, like, screw it, like, it's where you get our sales or something, but I don't I don't think that's good business for them. Like, this could really bite everyone on their scent, like, you know, you know, Sean Murray and Sony in the ass, like, if, you know, this continues to be a fall. Like, if some miraculous turnaround is to happen next week or two, like, hey, they patched out everything, things are working good now, oh, there's, you know, they patched in multiplayer stuff, you know, I can yeah. see another player on my starting planet now, and we start in the same place. Like, maybe things improve, but that window's shrinking, like, they gotta do something about it. 
But again, Sony, Sony's involvement in this, like as I said, like I haven't even touched it yet. I agree with like Jones. Like everything they showed about this felt like they were showing the same damn thing, just with like new new colors. Like the planet looks a different color. I was like, <laughs> it's purple I mean, instead of blue. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're going into space my, again. My argument is that they didn't. It was just like or- orange. Everything was orange. It was, we're, yeah. we're, we're shooting into got space again. Planet. Yep. Okay. I, I it felt like I was like, yeah, where are the mechanics? Like, they, and they couldn't answer it for the longest time. I was like, because I think they were working them out. I think they changed dramatically but over like the last two years. Sure, and you I'm, yeah, I'm sure that. there's all sorts of mechanics that are just waiting. That were in there, and the lot right like a month out, they were like, "Guys, there's no time. We can't." They could know. say that they're like, "We're trying to implement this stuff, so we, we can't give you specifics, but we're thinking about a trading system in the game, and then an upgrade system, right. the blueprints. So you got to get blueprints, and you get your hyperdrive. Like they could have said, like we that's what we're working towards. I, I I don't know, just something. Just felt like I was seeing the same thing over and over again, and. It's like, and then, yeah, combine with Sony. Yeah. Uh, for his question, he said, how could you, like, hold them responsible? Like, developers and publishers or whatever. Yeah. If you really want them to care, you have to hit them in their wallet. A hundred, that's the only way they'll really care. Don't buy their game, then. Steam refunds. Yeah, don't buy their game. Show them, you won't stand for that by not buying it. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if Assassin's Creed had, like, a huge thing with that, because people... St- it, weren't buying their game as much. They're like, did. okay, then we gotta We're really taking listen. a year off. We have to listen to them yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just want to make something clear. I, like, I might be amused by the inherent dishonesty, dishonesty in the uh, advertising market, but like, I, you, there is a definite trend moving towards honesty in this business. Like, there, there is definitely good. is a trend. Like, like, great. Yeah. Like you were saying, like, like it, it would have possibly diffused the situation even if, no, even if nothing had changed before two weeks ago, if Sean Marie had come out and just been like, hey, just a heads up before this launches... Here's a couple features that we were planning on putting in the game. They are not in the game right now. I just don't want to disappoint people, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Like, I think he was really scared to maybe say those things around launch. But, like, yeah, just be a little more a little more in uh, tracking that stuff. A little more, you know, if if the feature list in your game is that in flux, keep it with you. Keep a scroll with you at all yeah. times where you know what's in and what's not. And you can report on it. And if you're you not know. sure about a game, wait like a day or two to see what other people think oh, about it. Oh, you're telling it. consumers. Yeah. yeah sure. Just wait a, a release, day or two. Don't buy yeah. it like Don't immediately or something like that. Yeah. Don't pre-order it. Just yeah. wait. Yeah, I mean, if you pre-order something, that's a, that's your dumb yeah. mistake. Nobody, no one's not, forcing you to do that. Yeah. I mean, it sucks when they're like, oh, yeah, the only way to get this is to pre-order, which oh, I boy, hate. I like, hate stuff It's like not that. true anymore. Just go to Amazon. Yeah. It's also like wait a month and you can buy it as DLC. Yeah. Hmm. It's never, yeah. There's really very few advantages to buying a game on day one, except hot that you can talk about tonight. it. Hot, sweaty. You mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's just the it's tense. Okay, so let's you know? do. Ooh, no, I want another hot one. We we have time for hot one quick one. Okay. And it's kind of something we touched touched on earlier on in the podcast, so I want to come back around to this. This is from Destra. Hey, allies. I was just wondering what everyone's thoughts are on the handheld market in the foreseeable future. Do you think there will be a future iterations of the 3DS and Vita? Maybe even Microsoft will finally jump in? No. No. I personally love handhelds, but could their popularity, or lack thereof, have something to do with now gaming in public, is, or how gaming in public is still considered somewhat of a childish activity? <laughs> have you seen Pokemon Go? Yeah. People. But those people could... They get their phones are phones cool. Out. Yeah. Phones are cool. Phones are mobile. You get the flip up. Phones are mobile. Versus yeah. the, the okay, phone. So, so that's what I think the real answer is immediately, so is, the, is mobile is killing handhelds. Yeah, but I see them kind of going towards the same place in general. Okay, what do you mean? Um, so, 
let's go back to the Vita thing. So we sure. referenced the Vita thing. Yeah. Do you honestly theory. see a v- no so Vita? So here's the thing. The only yeah. thing I can think of that would legitimately re- warrant them trying to do something else with mobile, like a handheld gaming thing again. Yeah. Two, like several things. One, the it, it's smaller. Vita was too big. I think that really hurt it in Japan because mm-hmm. PSP did a gangbusters in Japan. And Vita, yes, see, Vita was so I, small. No, I know, but say that to 3DS XL. That thing is humongous. No, but they had no. They had the smaller versions of Japan. Remember, we weren't even getting in get, Japan. Yeah, but yeah, we weren't even here. Get, I think that matters. I'm talking about like Japan here. Japan matters a lot in the decision making. Because for I think some the, of these. I think the Vita actually still sells well. In Japan. Yeah, it still yeah, sells it does. well. I don't like, want to call it an unsuccessful product. But it, it's not. No, I'm not saying it's unsuccessful. I think it could have been more successful if it was slimmer and smaller. Sure. Like closer to the size of the PSP, or they could have got a that. version down there. They did like the Vita. Three thousand or something like that. It's not, but it's it, not really. It's not they made it thinner. It's sure. thinner, but and like, lighter. I, I, I think it still needs to be smaller. The other thing, okay, that could help. That's not. Sorry, I'm going in. These aren't in order of importance. So sure. sorry to lead with that. No, one. lead with the important that, ones. That wasn't the strongest case. What I learned in debate class. I, I think that could have helped. Two, the I think the biggest one was the use of the proprietary memory crap. That's the biggest. That needs, yeah, they, that's the biggest. If they problem. come out with a new version, say like it's smaller, sleeker, can fit in your pocket, and guess what? Use whatever SD card technology you want to store your crap. Like you know, we're not going to make you buy memory sticks and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, oh and that the, number two, so like a very affordable, brings down the cost of it. Sure. Very easy, and in three, they integrate it with like better integration with like Neo or some Sony like kind of service or something like that to, to so when you bring on the go like hey you could take like uh, the failed thing that they did to do with like remote start play? with like remote play and that's then transferring that works it works it's but a, just make it work better yeah like I'm improving like it okay I said failed mm-hmm. it didn't catch on like as a it wasn't like the big it didn't make Vita a, a, like a huge seller in the US because of that I think it didn't catch on because very few people really want to do it you know there are mm. people listening to the podcast who are, say, are going to say I love remote play it works perfectly I, I love it to death make there it, just aren't just a lot of people who simpler. want that make it I mean, if this is like what Nintendo NX is supposedly going to be shooting for, they must believe that they have some solution to it. There must be some idea out there to that it, it's still plausible, if that is indeed what NX is going to be. Maybe Sony's thinking the same thing or something like, hey, we need to get, basically need to give you another reason to have Vita other than it's like it's standalone thing. Like the remote play was a good idea, some way to integrate it better with like, you know, with Neo taking on the ghost, like it very, like, I don't know. Even more, ins- we had this argument last time about uh, how people, how long it takes people to do so. We're talking about the app interface or whatever. Yeah, the, the longer the like seconds matter to people. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, when they're doing that. So if it's like instantaneous, like hey, I'm playing Uncharted Four Neo version or whatever on my Neo, and like, I gotta go. But I, the I'm Vita's gonna... already so fast. Vita is butter smooth. It man. Should, what if it's just like <laughs> it, it, like it literally is like sl- yeah, swipe it like swipe you're your done. Vita, swipe it down to your thing. It insta loads. Goodbye. Like Neo goes into like you're describing a failed product to me. You're you're making Sony spend millions of dollars on what is going no, but to it's fail. Already there, they just said to add like the the back like it's the infrastructure is pretty much already there. Tweak it a little bit. What's the sell? What am I like? What it's an added. This isn't like the the killer. St- point is the the low, the low cost like proprietary sticks like the memory sticks and stuff that's a huge Sh- deal for shut that out get it like cheap get it smaller so people it fits in your pocket i don't have to think about buying a stupid carrying case for it it, it just fits in there i have my phone in one pocket this in the other pocket uh-huh. it's smaller than 3ds like it's stupid clamshell thing it's too thick or whatever it, it just it you don't have to think about it like these very quality of life type things that people care about, they maybe not think too consciously about, but it's like what makes them like want to hold on to it stuff. Like 
why everyone loves like iPhone or Android phones because they're so like small and stuff. They do everything. Yeah. The only thing I will say like they should never get, like they should never try and do phone functionality because Sony already failed with Xperia. <laughs> like that was a disaster. You can call it. A, you can call that one a failure. Yeah. So yeah. like they're not. They're never gonna try and go after like a phone device again like that. But I still think they can take one more crack at making like take existing Vita, do something with it, try one more time with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's going to cost them that much money to try. It can't hurt. And if it doesn't do anything, what do you mean it won't cost them to make a new it hardware? A, 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 a slimmer version of cheaper parts, let the memory stick thing. They don't have to worry about to launch a new piece of hardware is just tens of millions of dollars. Damiani. Tens of millions of dollars. Yes. Damn it, <laughs> no, don't use it. You want me to use that proof of ticket? <laughs> yeah. I want to see the numbers. Okay, all right. I'm with you. It's really expensive. I want to see the a numbers. Portable device. Okay. A v- like a new model of existing version of hardware. In the meantime, Jones, tell Damiani how crazy he is right now. What is the future of of handhelds for a successor to a 3ds hey. or a Vita or Microsoft joining in? I'm gonna play. 15 well, Microsoft's not gonna join in. I strongly doubt we're gonna get a sequel to the Vita. Um, Why? And uh, I just don't see. Yeah. I, ju- I just don't see the heat around it. Like I just don't see. It, it, I, I think it's something that people like. I uh, um, uh, I I know lots of journalists that just completely swear by the Vita. It's like one of their favorite things in the world. Um, especially for for you know journalists that travel a lot. You know they'll talk a lot yeah. about it because oh, yeah. they're like it's so great. You know whenever I get you know get ready for a big trip, I just load up a bunch of games I haven't played before. Um, but I don't see I, I don't see it. I don't see the Vita as a trend that that uh, that Sony would want to capitalize on. I don't think it's there yet. Um, and uh, yeah, I just think I think Nintendo owns that market, and, but I don't necessarily see it being a market that's going to be around forever. So, uh, I, uh, do you? I'll point this one to Brad. Do you th- see a successor to the 3DS that is not the NX? Ooh, that's a tough question. Will there be another handheld? Hmm. I wonder if there'll be a separate one you could do. Like you can have one that's only for taking with you, or you can have one that does both. Mm-hmm. Maybe they would do that. But I think it'd be a smart idea if they just unified everything into one. And it sounds like that's what they want to do. I think that's the right Even from do. interviews ahead that's of time. That's what I would do if I was them. I don't, the think, there, I don't think there's going to be a successor to the DS. You're right. Microsoft's never going to try. No, no, no. Other right. than their Surface stuff or whatever. Like the, the, yeah, like the that, tablets. Like, yeah, yeah like that's about it. Yeah, we're covering kind of three, like, we keep saying mobile and then, like, gaming space and stuff. All I'm arguing, Kyle, while you're looking that up, is that mm-hmm. a new model Vita... Prove quality of life. This person not asking for a new model of Vita. It's asking for a new hardware. Yeah, it's it, gotta be newer. Okay, I don't think it needs a new I name. I don't think there'll be a new Sony handheld gaming dedicated oh, okay, device. Brand new. There, uh, the best case scenario. Sorry mm-hmm. if I wasn't clear about this. Is a new model Vita. Okay, that is that clear to has, me. That's why I was telling you the tens of millions. Is like, dude, they already have the hardware. What are you talking about? Sure, sure, sure. Um, ditch the proprietary stuff. Make it smaller and just add. Make better quality of life and just tie it into the Neo release somehow to capitalize on like if there's buzz around it to get it like people like somewhat no. excited about it and then Cash that's the best case that is the best case and that's bleak I'm not gonna lie that's yeah. like not the best scenario but I mean if you already have it all lined up and they, they're looking at the cost analysis like hey it doesn't hurt to try this I, you know? I get you there especially because when Sony announced their last financial reports uh, the PlayStation brand, PlayStation, is making them more money than mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. right now. Yep. And so I get why they'd say, why not, why not try it? Why not try another Vita? Why not try to push our PlayStation brand out of handheld? I get why it could happen. Um, Brad, I could not prove it. 
Uh, you receive one of my Warhogs. I have Excellent. negative one Warehogs right now. Wait, you don't have any. Dominic has them all. Yeah, I got, I got, a, I got all the, I have debt. Oh, you have debt. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, I got Warhog debt. Uh, we got to move on, Damiani. Move on. We're not moving on. Move on. Uh, it is now time for bets. Ooh. Wait, what is that about? Just bets are intense. Okay. Yeah, let's get intense. Uh, we got a hot show tonight, as Jones said. Hot yeah. show. Hot show. Uh, hot show. Melting, I found my bets. Melting away. Talking about King of Fighters 14 coming out next week. Whoop. We're going to start the story mode of this game. We're going to play it on the hardest difficulty. We do not know if you can change the difficulty. None of us know. Oh. We put our minds together. None of, none of us know. But if we do choose one, it will be the hardest. We're going to select a random character. Uh, Terry. No, random. <laughs> And then, Terry. <laughs> oh, your bet is that it will Terry. be Terry. Uh, we're going to start a Peace. match and set the controller down. Okay. Let the CPU beat up on us. Uh, our first character, how long will that first character survive? Jones. 30 seconds. Damiani. That's mine, I think. <laughs> Why would you do this? Oh, 38 seconds. Okay. Yep. Nice. Bradley Ellis. Oh, yeah, I rewrote it. 25 seconds. Ooh. Ooh, I like this. Right in the middle. Go My on, bet is high, 31 seconds. Oh, no. Oh, Damiani went high. Oh, no. Damiani and now, for the Don bet. Oh, no. Uh-oh. What's the, what is it? 36 seconds. Ooh. Wow. We're, okay. all, we're all in really very similar but frame. But got the high. Damiani got the high. It was yep. long. Because because if we if this is just like a regular match where it's assuming that we cannot change the difficulty, that it's gonna last a minute and a half before it kills us. Ben says you get three characters. He says you pick three. But it was just for one character, right? Yeah, yeah. How long will that first one? That first character. But that makes me think the damage might be tuned, so you kill that one character pretty fast. Let me just lock it in. What am I doing? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Last week's bet. Bound was released this week. How large will the install be, uh, Jones? You said 1.8 gigs. Bloodworth said 1.7. Huber said 3.452. I said 5.1. Don said 3.8 gigs. The actual size of the download for Bound is 1.55 gigs. That means Bloodworth is back in business. He, he undercut Jones. Bet. He undercut Jones. By 0.1 gigs. Dang. So, Damiani, you were in that seat. Uh, Wait, we gotta do our victory. Okay. (laughs) Green lizards have seven points. Keep going. Keep going. Red Eagles, 14. They gotta do a sad cock because you lost. We're still double your points, bud. We still have twice as many points that you have. You have Don for you. You will never catch (laughs) us. We got blood. You will never catch us. What are the most on Don? How often? How. How long is Don involved? I think until they're two away. They're two away. Yeah. The end of time. You yeah, think? Yeah. Okay. I forget my rules. So, uh, Damiani, you have won the right and responsibility to share your Twitter handle. You may promote any Easy Allies video. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with or want to reiterate. And you get to sign off with your trademark sign off. But, I'm sorry, before I hand the microphone over to you, I got to talk about Patreon. Mm, sure. Because uh, we are easy allies. We are uh, supported through Patreon. It is how we exist. And if you go to patreon.com slash easy allies, you will see how to support us. You'll see what we're up to, what we regularly put out on a weekly basis, and uh, benefits of uh, your monetary support. Uh, Because, you know, as you 
throw more money at us, we give you more things back, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a description of what we do, correct? Good one. Did yeah. I do it this week? Yeah. Thank you, all cool. our patrons. Uh, go ahead, Damiani. The microphone is yours. All right. You can follow me at MB Damiani on Twitter. Uh, video you should check out is let's go with uh, story time with Damiani. Yes. New show uh, pilot episode. It will be funded if we hit 40k. Um, so Patreon needs to stay at 40k or higher. Otherwise, as Jones put it during our stream, mm-hmm. gets locked in the vault. Yes. Episodes get locked in the vault. We're gonna lock your episodes and, and in the, the vault. Key. Don't do it. Your story cool, time. I have a cool idea with him. So it wait, was Brad has a cool idea for the it show. It was just a pilot. We're about. It was okay. just a pilot. So. Want to let people know if they didn't read the comments that I answered some of the questions already. Don't don't people have not seen this yet. We're talking to people who have not seen the show. Oh, yet. yeah, obviously check it out and yeah. watch it. Check yeah, it but out. I don't say this in the video itself. I only answered this in the comments. Got so it. If you only watch the video, you wouldn't get this information. We're gonna have. I would like to have other allies on mm-hmm. to discuss their origins and first experiences with certain game, video games and game consoles, as well as possibly some special guests for certain ones. Like, so these aren't fictional stories. These no, are, these are real stories. Okay. Like from my past and it'll be real stories from the allies past so you'll get to it seems like everyone who's seen it already if you haven't seen it they they'd like to know our stories about how we first got into certain games and series and our our first x console or whatever because catching a sincere moment from damiani is not easy and here you could possibly get that every week damiani being honest and well, sincere not to you it ain't cheap <laughs> it ain't cheap i tell you Sorry. it ain't cheap you, you saw some raw honesty tonight, Kyle. Oh my God! You going <laughs> mm-hmm. back to Mario Kart again? Uh, the, for the point and stuff, like, uh, I sorry it took so long to get to the the point about the Vita and stuff, and didn't did not make it clear to Kyle that I was talking about a new version of, of the Vita. Vita. Yeah, not a whole. I don't think Sony's gonna make a whole new con like mobile console. Like, no, no one's doing that. Maybe Nintendo will try it again, um, but just wanted to clarify that and say, yeah. I, I think Sony should maybe try it one like one more time. You know, who who knows? You know, I, I just think because of everything that's been the rumors about NX, a handheld console and blah blah blah, all that stuff, like if that's gonna take off, Sony was already trying to kind of mirror that the game remember the gamepad with the the Wii U, like the Vita, they wanted it like they saw the functionality of the Wii U gamepad and stuff and like whatever, like our PS4 already does this with Vita. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I do about? remember that. Like, yeah. they're doing this. Like, come on, mm-hmm. like, Nintendo. Like, up your game. And, like, is everyone thinks, like, I'm super pro Nintendo. Like, Wii U was a disaster. Like, let's, no, it was bad. So, I think Vita deserves, like, one last chance. Like, it's, okay. it's not in the greatest state. I know it has its, like, you know, supporters. And it has a very, like, niche audience right now. But it can, might as well try. Like, I don't see the harm in trying one last thing with it. And again, yeah. all supported by that, that stupid report or whatever that Kyle thinks is... Is nonsense. Is nonsense. Yeah. Couldn't prove it. Could, it. And, and it could totally be. It, as I said, September 7th might come by. Nothing. They might say Jack about Vita. They won't even yep. say the word Vita in the whole presentation. Neo, Neo, Neo. All that good stuff. And that'll be it. You know, who knows? I just wanted to play Devil's Advocate and try and present the best theoretical possibility of what they could do. Which is what the person wanted for the love and yeah, respect. It's yeah, it's like, that's, uh, and that's it. And like, Oh, you know what? We never covered one thing on the love and respect. And you know that? what? I feel like it's worth doing because uh, that love and respect, Better late than never. you asked the question, the childish aspect to it. Do we think handhelds are childish? Oh, no. What? If no you're more seen, childish than video games. If you're what? seen out, outside with a 3DS oh, in your hands, that point. do you like look like I a child? Oh, that point. Like I made a joke about Pokemon if you're, Go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
like I still like I can see in certain circumstances the stigma still is there. Like people might if you're not with your phone, like you're with a like a 3ds flipped out, yeah, or you're with your big Vita or whatever. And, I'm gonna be honest, you don't look cool. Like the 3ds specifically, I yeah. think the 3DS, I don't care about looking cool. That's the thing. I don't either. Is, but like yeah. unless you're at a, a game convention, an anime convention, or some place like a, even college with your campus, people. you probably look okay. You go to a grocery store, and you're waiting in line. And like at my grocery store, my Ralph's by my apartment. If I yeah. start playing 3ds, one of the one of the nice ladies there who's checking me out will probably make a remark about what the heck am I playing or something. She doesn't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I, she knows what it is. She's old. Well, Give her a break. She, she knows, knows what a 3ds know what it is. is. Like they, they don't think it's a phone, but like. I, I don't know. I can see certain places. Like, are you gonna bring out your 3d? I know some people will, but if you bring out your 3ds at uh, a sporting event, I for sure would. Hundred percent, I would. And it's not the it's not like one that like the Mariners when they were still owned by Nintendo when they had promotions going. <laughs> this on. happened. That's true. But like, yeah, like you're at the Super Bowl and you know it's the middle of a play. You got to bring out your 3ds and play it. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't go there to play a handheld. Like you're going there to watch something else. All it's right. like defeating the whole purpose of being there. Middle of an office meeting when like everyone's just like before the office meeting begins, everyone's on their phone. Are you gonna bring out your 3ds? Yeah, dude. For no, you sure won't. I would. No, you would at, not. Like, at like KPMG, you're gonna work. For, okay, you work for, okay. Like, check, a this out, all right? okay check this out. All right, you ready for this? What do you got for us, Brad? When okay. I was a hairstylist, yes. Okay. When I worked at a salon, we'd have weekly meetings every morning. Yep. We'd all be there and waiting. Yeah. Sometimes I would bust out my 3ds and just play games while I was waiting. Touche. Surrounded by girls and everything, I was the only guy there. Brad proved it. Didn't care. Don't care. There were some press events for gaming stuff. Where I felt like w- that I was being watched weirdly when I'd have my 3ds out. So you're just more self-conscious than Brad like, is. Like, like at a Sony, like a like a game, like a Sony or Microsoft only game event, yeah. or having 3ds out, be like, I can the judging eyes like, why do you have like a Nintendo console out here? So like I like video games. What, kind of, what, kind of, what do you want? Like be professional, man. Like why don't you have like your notes out and your phone doing research? Notes? How dare you? Settle down, how, nerd. How dare you play? I think Damian has got a point Super there. Mario yeah, yeah. Then you man. don't want to. Who cares what they think if they think oh, like that? I, I, I don't. I, I personally don't. But like there are still people out there who whatever, the dude. Is, yeah. There are still people who do view it that way. Who cares? Or a bunch of dorks. I mean, yeah. Your advice is good to people. Like just don't get. Yeah, don't care about it. But. Yeah. It, it's not like universally accepted. Yeah, I mean, people I, I, will probably look at you. Some people will look at you and just like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'll never see you again. Who cares? But I don't think they think it's childish, though. I think that's not the thing. I think it's like more of a either a waste of time or... Or dorky. Or dorky. Like, yeah. Dork. Childish is yeah. not the right word. Like, I don't think it's viewed as like a juvenile kids only thing. I think, yeah, we're past that yeah, stage. Yeah, that phase, I think we're a little bit past. Uh, Jones, real quick. I just need you to chime in on this one. So uh, if you word. are uh, outside of your house yeah. and you are looking at an electronic device, you look stupid. I don't care if it's an iPad or an iPhone or an Android <laughs> device or a 3DS. You look like a moron. <laughs> We're all in the same group. Deal with it. Couldn't have asked for more. You're not, right. Yeah, I'm not going to like 3DS guys like, that's a kid. But the guy over there checking stocks, he's the real dude. You're both idiots. Shut up. Like, so. Great. Great answer, Jones. All right, Damiani, take us home. Your trademark sign-off. I don't have a trademark sign-off, man. So we're just going to go we with... got to get one. I'm going to go with a temporary one so we can end this quickly. So thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you next time.